Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. And I wanted to say um, Happy New Year to everyone because this is, I think, our first show after the first of the year. Um, We had taken a short break. And um, I just wanted to say to everyone, um, I hope that you went into this new year with uh, great um, hope and great dreams, and I wanted to say that was an amazing song, great song to open up with called Drive Like Pirates, and um, I have my special guest today, Don DeLego, and also my co-host, Spencer Drake from New York, and I'm sorry if my voice is a little raspy, but um, I've been real, real sick with that nasty flu that's going around, but today we are here, and uh, let's bring everyone on, because um, Don has some great, great information to share with us about his newest release and his tour, and uh, and Spencer's with us also as well. So we'll be talking a lot about uh, his music and um, who he's worked with before, because it's quite impressive. And uh, if anyone would like to listen to the show live, the show is live. It will be available afterwards um, on Red Velvet Media on iTunes also as well. And it is also, um, you could call in if you'd like, talk to either myself or Spencer and Dawn, um, 347-677-1036. And with that, let me bring everyone into the studio. Spencer and Dawn, are you both there? Rock and roll. <laughs> Rock and roll, number yeah, two. I, I got you. Hey, so, you know, your new music, um, Magnificent Ram A., um, and that's 
song that we just played is off that. And unfortunately, I did receive a couple other files of music from you um, or your assistant. And for some reason, it wasn't able to upload because it came through with a, a different kind of format that I wasn't able to um, do. But we're going to try to get that music in while we're, we're online on the air here. So, um, so let's go. Uh, Don, um, welcome to the show. And Spencer, um, well, happy thanks for having here. Me. And yeah, everyone great. being here. Yeah, it's awesome. And, uh, um, you know, you have quite an impressive background. And uh, I know Spencer um, had mentioned to me that he wanted to have you on the show. And I'm really glad you're here. And we'd like to talk about your latest release, uh, Magnificent Ram A, that you actually released in July, I read, and that you were mm-hmm. ready to go on tour, or have you gone on tour already, and are you in the process of tour? Uh, the answer is both to everything everything you just said. I've been pretty much touring nonstop since since it came out, but that will continue into mm-hmm. the year. Uh, I, you know, I definitely am going to have another, you know, at least another half a year or into the fall of still getting out there and and, and bringing bringing this record out to as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not you too. So these aren't. Uh, I'm not hitting <laughs> 60,000 people per shot. You know, it's more. It's more like mm-hmm. 50 people per shot. So I got to get out there and do, you know, maybe some more shows to to get to get the message out there. You uh, hey yeah, Don, well, you did, pretty you amazing. Did, yeah, uh, Don, you did some work with Jesse Mail and our who you. Jesse's been on our show, you know, and uh, tell us about okay. your relationship with Jesse. Oh, God. Yeah, with the dege- uh, degeneration, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, where do I begin? Where do I begin? Uh, let's see. Well, years – I found myself in New York City by happenstance. It's not – It's not. I did not seek out New York. New York saw, grabbed me. And I sort of – I come from, you know – divergent background than maybe Jesse does. He has a very, very solid, honest, sincere punk rock background, DIY background, um, has been ensconced in all things New York music scene. God, from the time he was 12 years old to, to now, uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, I mean, he covers many decades. My background is more, I'd say, at sometimes pop and, and then rock and country, and I from Boston and uh, completely different. But what happened was, is I moved to New York and we were making, I was making a record with uh, actually somebody who's in another band of mine named Bree Sharp. And she had had a couple of musicians on the label, Paul Garis on the record, Paul Garisto on uh, drums and Johnny Paisano on bass. And they became really, really dear friends. And both of those guys would always say, Hey, you know, I think you really need to, you should be playing with Jesse. That's a really good match. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, it wasn't really that familiar with Jesse at the time. And his new record, his first solo album, The Fine Out of Self-Destruction, had just come out. And so I started to check it out, and I thought, God, God, this guy's great. This is just <laughs> great stuff. And um, one day, I think it was a Saturday, and it was maybe 4 p.m., and Johnny Paisano calls me up. He's like, he, and Johnny Paisano's from Bay Ridge in Brooklyn. He's like, hey, Donnie, what do you got? Listen, uh, it's like, what are you doing in two hours? I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's like, I need you to come over to Bowery Ballroom and open up for Jesse. So, oh wow, I grabbed my I grabbed my acoustic and headed over to Bowery Ballroom, and and literally that was the first my first introduction to the whole. They had somebody who dropped out, and I I kind of jumped in and played, and then. Um, you know, a few more times playing with him. Jesse and I were in the dressing room before a show one time and discussing working on records. And I said, I, I think I'm your guy to do what you're looking to do. So we just started writing. And uh, three records later, we just have done a bunch of stuff and a bunch of production and a bunch of studio exploits and and uh, then ended up starting a label together. You know, I just That's saw amazing. Johnny the other night. By the way, Don, I, I'm mm-hmm. close with Johnny, and uh, I saw him mm-hmm. the other night. He was playing the Light of Day event at the Cutting Room. I was talking with him. Okay. 
I didn't know you were connected with him. It's very interesting how you're connected with him. Yeah, that's great. He's going to be on our show soon, so that'll yeah, be really cool. Right. You need album, to call in on that when he comes in. Yeah. yeah. You, sorry, are you talking about Jesse? Uh, no, jo- uh, Johnny Pisano. Oh, Johnny Pisano, right, of course, of course, yep. Yeah, he's no, got a Johnny new album out, and how and I are going to have him on, so, you know. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, we're uh, glad that you're here today because your music has such a different sound to it, and I was reading a lot um, yeah. about your background and about the different types of instruments that you play. It's it's so interesting, um, banjo and um, pedal steel and... I mean, it's it's it, and uh, and I love the song that we opened up with, "Drive Like Pirates." Um, it has a very upbeat, very fun sound to it. And uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about the people that you've worked with because your list goes is extensive with some of the people that you've worked with. Um, I was reading some of the bio. Did you get that, Spencer? The bio on the people that he's worked with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's quite pretty, a, it's pretty quite a, very impressive. Yeah, pretty pretty impressive very list. Impressive. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. I mean, well, uh, thank you. I think it has it's it's sort of a combination of being very fortunate to come across some incredible talents and musicians, but also <laughs> just doing this long enough, much past my expiration date, that uh, I get to continue to meet these great people. I think mm-hmm. you got to have, a, and also you got to have a band like this to really do it, right? I mean, uh, people are surrounded by great musicians. It always makes it, right, Holly? It just makes it a better picture. Absolutely. Right? You know, it's like when you're when Agreed. you love what you do, when you love yeah. what you do, like it, I can really feel that in your mu- in the music that I've heard that you that I've gotten. It's very positive and very happy music, and it's not like it's not like very heavy where people are going to get bummed out with some of that. I mean, I'm sure a lot, you know what I mean? I'm sure that some of it's very, you know, your own experiences, but, you know, it's always nice to hear refreshing, fun, upbeat type things because, well, I, uh, you I think know. that I disguise, I think that I tend what? to disguise my mm-hmm. um, insecurities with sort of brighter pop tone, you know, brighter pop melodies in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, uh, and and sometimes I look at it as, as a, as a plus, and sometimes it's, it's a negative because there are definitely songs on the record where I'm talking about heavy things that have affected me in some way, but Mm-hmm. I don't tend to drape them in a dark uh, in a darkness. You know, I, I tend to yeah. drape songs in a way that connects with the listener. You know, I, I, it's not something I do consciously, but it, it happens. I mean, listen, I grew up listening to Duran Duran. There's only so much. Yeah, I know. That's what we're going to ask that you. Experience. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> Yeah, and um, that's what we were going to – That's I know what Spencer and I were going to ask you was uh, what were your influences and what? how did you get started um, besides this first gig with Jesse? Um, how did you get started in music? What was your influence and uh, what prompted you to go into the music industry? Uh, I would imagine that if you ask that question out of – a <laughs> hundred, a hundred musicians, right? Well, first of all, you get a hundred different answers, but I would say probably seventy-five percent of them. And I'm making this, I'm pulling this out of my ass right now, uh, so it's uh, a very Trumpian uh, answer. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to guess that seventy-five percent of musicians didn't seek out the, sort of the music business, or, or you know, it just sort of they found themselves in it. And I would say definitely there wasn't a moment where I said, Hey, I'm going to get involved in the music business. I just, it just happened. You know, you just play and then you, and you realize at some point and I'm talking, it about resonated music, it with you. Any, could be anything mm-hmm. that we're doing in life. Um, but I just, at five years old, I would go to my grandfather's house. My, wow. my, my father had a big family, big Italian family. And we'd go to his big house and they, everybody would be second kind of remember Thanksgiving and everybody being around the dining table. And I would sneak out to the piano and just start pounding on it. Mm. I'm sure I was. I would drive everybody crazy. But <laughs> um, you know, I just started. I just started making stuff up. 
a very, very young age, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, I think a lot of musicians do. And then in my teenage years, formed goofy bands and, and found myself in Boston saying, well, college doesn't quite seem right for me. I better get a band going. And it, you just kind of move from one album to the next. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to play the instruments that you, that you play? Because that's a pretty interesting selection. Well, you know, I think that I look at myself more as a singer-songwriter who's a producer. And awesome. I'm mm-hmm. a, a sort of and I have sort of vowed in my next record to not be either of those things, but my I'm of everybody that plays on my record, I'm definitively the worst musician on that record. Aww. On these <laughs> and um I you know, I can hold my here, own, here. but But what I basically can do is play a little of a lot of things. And then Mm -hmm. when I need to call in the big guns, I'll call somebody who plays a lot of a little things, you know. So maybe I can play Mm -hmm. drums or maybe I can play guitar or maybe I can play piano. But then I also have friends who are incredible piano players, just like solely incredible piano players. So if I really need to have something a little bit more left of center than I can provide i would do something like that and same thing with like pedal steel um Mm -hmm. but i collect instruments i have a million of them in the studio and i can make noises on enough of them enough to say that i play them (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know um i know that spencer and i would want to know who um when you have gone on tour who's going on tour with you who's playing with you Well, that really depends. Hello? On... Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I caught you off. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. There, it really depends on what type of tour it is. So my band is called the Teresas when I tour the band. And as it so happens, mm-hmm. I have about I have about eight or nine people that make up that band. And I usually mm-hmm. will tour with four or five of them. So... Depend. I have a guy that's played bass with me for 20 plus years, and he lives on the West Coast. Wow. And then, but if I have shows that are on the East Coast, I have, you know, a guy that's been playing with me for 10 years, including Johnny being one of them. So there's mm-hmm. the way it works out. As it, of course, in the modern era, I wish that I could say that I was, you know, Don DeLego in the D Street Band, and I had these five, six, seven guys that are always there with me and always loyal to me. But I, I'm not paying anybody a salary enough to sort of just the ready anytime I'm playing a show. And that's the way it is in New York. And that's, that's fine. But I've been lucky enough to have a group, a stable of musicians who can form just a great band at a, at a drop of a hat, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing that you're able to call upon people and people are wanting to play with you and, you know, and you've played with, you have relationships I know, with people, I can't like you said, for years. <laughs> no, it's awesome. But, you know, you said you were working, I know, you said you're working on something new um, and some new things. Um, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about that? In terms of my music, you mean? Yeah, in yeah. terms of yeah, your well, music I, and whatever projects you're working on. Sure. Well, I, 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 I'm always working on you have to as an artist it's not like um you make a record you tour and you're not doing anything else and then you finish and then you got to start from scratch and start writing a song hopefully you're always you're always writing so that when that cycle ends and for me like when the summer comes around and and we're done with that process i don't want to be sitting in my apartment with zero songs going okay now what um I, i have an idea already of what i'd like to do so in the downtime of these little tours that I'm doing, I'm I'm trying to focus on finishing those songs so that when I'm done this process of touring for this record, I can just go in the studio and record in a more traditional sense because in the in my last couple records, and definitely with Magnificent Ram A, though a lot of it was tracked live in one room, I definitely was working on other people's records. I was touring with other people and the process took probably three years to finish that record. Uh, Not Mm -hmm. continuously, but 
you know, I'd have to put it down every once in a while and come back to it. And I don't, I definitely, though I'm extraordinarily happy with how the record came out, I, I don't know that I, that would be a go-to way that I would recommend an artist to work on the record. I think there's something to be said for a high, high form of concentration on the, ta- you know, the task at hand. And, and really, I think some of the best records of all time have been made when people can sequester themselves away from the public or society or their friends or their loved ones and just put their head down and, you know, get get that record done. I, I'm hoping that the next one I do is going to be more like that than Magnificent Ram A, though I'm extraordinarily proud of it and it ended up working out right, but I don't want to take three years again to make another record. Right. No, I hear you. You know, I always found, and I know Spencer can relate to this one, and, you know, you said it's nice to be able to just go away and just, you know, focus on this and that. But you know what? I always find in my own personal life that I draw a lot of my own my own experiences that I'm having with other people around me because I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. I write. And yeah. that Great. that's my catalyst. Um, right. You know, if I'm by myself a lot, I go too much into my head, you know, and then it's not like productive enough. So I guess everybody's different, but, you know, we all have this, like, fantasy in our mind, oh, let me go off to this private little island somewhere and write this little book, this book that I want to write or <laughs> this music I want to write. And, and you come out of there and you find sometimes, that it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you find that sometimes life experiences that you're actually having are so much more reflective in, in your music and then something that you're doing just by thinking too hard or making yeah, yourself feel like you have to do it? I think a lot of the best art just comes to you when you're not expecting it uh, mm-hmm. and naturally. And I'll also put a but, that being said, I will also say, I will also say that, you know, the, the, the biggest part of doing music and, and making a great record or a great song is mm-hmm. just that it's it you know what it's hard work <laughs> it's just hard work every, every once in a while you'll get it's like anything else you'll get lucky and a song will come to you in five ten minutes but for the most part the 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 initial pr- moment of inspiration that that's easy yeah. you know if you have a mm-hmm. guitar in your hand or a piano or you're you're opening yourself up to that moment of inspiration Absolutely. that that part's easy the hard part is mm-hmm. finishing it, completing it, doing yeah, it, and that's why. It. It, and that's why also, I, you know, I always sort of point to uh, whether you like him or not. But Woody Allen is, is a good example of somebody who just he says, "Hey, the only reason I get any of this done is because I write every day. I get up, sit down at the typewriter, yeah. I work six hours, I write, I'm, I take a lunch break. Like there's a routine, and he writes, and, and it's work." It's just, it's actual work. Mm-hmm. And what we see as the result, you know, as a fan, you know, I might listen to the new Wilco record and go, oh, these guys are amazing. Yeah. It seems so easy for them. But I don't yeah. know the hundreds of hours of effort that they put into yeah. rejecting yeah. ideas and mixing them up. And, and yeah. we're only hearing the final result. We're not hearing the mistakes and the, and the things they didn't like. And that's true of any mm-hmm. artist. So it really, ultimately, at some point, it just comes down to the hard work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you teaching at all? Because I mean, if you play so many different instruments, do you do you find yourself wanting to be a mentor to other young musicians or aspiring musicians? Let me tell you something. God forbid some <laughs> some poor young kid gets introduced to my mentorship. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make a strange oh young child. Um, no, I, <laughs> honestly, that would that would be exciting, and that would be that would be great. I don't know. It depends on a mentorship. That that sort of yeah, seems yeah, exciting to have somebody who, you know, you took under your wing. In terms of t- actual teaching, I think that my lifestyle doesn't have me around in a consistent way to do that, and and I also probably am not a person who is as studious in their music background and theory and everything else to, to give somebody that a really truly proper background. Mine would be more um, a, of a practical 
of a practical background. But well, you play you play some pretty cool musicians, though. I mean, pretty cool. What's that? Uh, you know, you play some very interesting interesting instruments, and I would think that that would be such a great bonus to somebody that wanted to learn how to play banjo or pedal steel. I mean. Well, I think more appropriate so, what I would be better at is mm-hmm. saying is, is is sort of helping somebody conceptualize the idea of putting together a song. Because the one mm-hmm. the one thing I will okay. say, I, I you know I, te- I I tend to underplay myself as a musician or some other things, but I do feel like I have a a decent handle on how to make a song. Uh, have I perfected it? Not even close. And I definitely hope that the best is still yet to come for me. But I, mm-hmm. I at this point in my life, I, I feel like I at least get <laughs> how to make a song. So if anything, that would be the point that I would love to work with somebody who's starting out, just you know, working mm-hmm. on music and songs and, and the idea of w- what point you're trying to get across and how melodically to make that happen and, Mm. interesting musical beds. That that would be fun. Mm-hmm. How, Spencer, how, have let me you, ask you a question. Play? Yeah. Go ahead, Spencer. Oh, I was going to ask you, how have your albums changed, your, your sound? Uh, as a, Is this a, this is a very different album for you, or has your uh, your sound of your albums changed? You know what I'm saying? Well, th- this record is definitely different than any of my others. Um, I think up to this record, uh, most of my stuff has been alt-country singer-songwritery type of stuff. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, very songy, very like, here's the verse, here's the chorus, that sort of thing. Uh, And uh, all of which I'm very proud of. This this particular, this last record, Magnificent Ramay, I made a very specific point to make it more about the sonic nature of things than, than the than the structure, than the, than a sort of proper structure. So a lot of the, I think, and I didn't do this consciously, but now when I listen to the record going backwards, I, I see that many of the songs just sort of fall into place. They don't, there's not a an actual, you know, start where here's the hook, here's the, here's the intro to the drums, and now here's the song going. Yeah. A lot of these songs were written late night in the studio, and and so songs just sort of fall together. And a few of those songs were the first take that we tracked. So some of them are just us picking up an instrument and going, "Hey, what if I try this?" And and we kind of fall into it. "I'm on Fire" is a good example of that. We just sort of fall into the song, and it happens. Um, so th- this record, I was more focused on the sonic cohesiveness to the whole thing. And maybe in the past, being more focused on song by song being a great song, uh, which doesn't mean I didn't want these songs to be great, but there was definitely a focus on tying a, a, a sonic thread between all of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did you record this one? Where did you record Magnificent Ram A? Well, again, because I took so many years to make it, a uh, few years to make it, there, there's a few, a few spots, but... The mm-hmm. big thread is that I ended up doing a, a good chunk of it at my studio at Velvet Elk Studios. Um, most of the finishing touches and a lot of the overdubs were done there. There was a, a fantastic studio out in um, San Francisco called Tiny Telephone that uses all tapes. They don't use Pro Tools. And What's a lot it called? of the basic tracking, uh, Tiny Telephone. Studios. Uh, mm-hmm. Wonderful gentleman named John Vanderslice runs that place. Oh yeah, and I know where it is. There's uh-huh. a, yeah, it's it, it. There's just a sound to the rooms that are in there that I that I like, and we we so we did a lot of the starts to songs out there. A lot of the starts mm-hmm. to songs out there, and then I would take them yeah. back to Velvet Elk and finish them up. Mhm. You know, I'm in Sonoma, so I'm only about half an hour, 45 minutes from the city. So I, I totally know the city really well. Um, oh, from San Francisco? Yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. Okay, it's, uh, I'm, in, I'm right in Sonoma, so um, it's, it's beautiful very out there. close. 
Yeah, well, we just had a bunch of rain, and we're looking at five more days of rain coming up. So you know how that is, these electricity yeah. and the power here. And uh, not fun when we're sick, huh, Sven? So, uh, no, not yeah. at all. You've been, you've been really not, sick. It's getting better. Yeah, it's, um, it was a challenge, and everyone out here has got the flu right now. So New Year's mm-hmm. was a little bit different for a lot of people out here. But um, what did you do for New Year's? Did you play or... Um, you know, I actually had one of the strangest and ultimately <laughs> best New Year's that I've ever had, which is I really had a, a sort of tumultuous last few months of the year between mm-hmm. just, you know, personal life and schedule and touring and, and travel. And it was, it just felt nonstop. So when I got mm-hmm. to New Year's, and a couple of my really, really good friends were out of town. I, I said, you know what? I, I'm not going to really make any plans. I, I really, I think I even said I'm just going to go to I'm go to see Star Wars <laughs> and go to bed. But uh, uh-huh. some friends of mine who all have they all have children. They said, hey, look, we're just having an early get together. Oh, uh-huh, cool. I, I was like, okay, okay. Look, I haven't seen these people, so I went over, and it was really just me with a few couples and their three, four year old kids. And what, what ended up uh-huh. happening? I did a con- I did a concert <laughs> for all the kids. Oh uh, no way! Old, that's great. Singing old Elton John and Billy Joel songs, and they were oh, just great. screaming and jumping up and down, and it was the joy in their faces was, oh, was so great. Priceless, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's very that's easy so to fun. take yourself too so <laughs> seriously when you're doing tours, and I gotta you know I gotta be professional, I gotta be this, but. Then you get to play for three-year-olds, and uh, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about a lot of this shit that you usually do. Mhm. Oh, absolutely. I get that one, and I know you know doing something at, for an innocence of, ch- of children is just so great. Wow, that's awesome. I bet they all were like, "Oh, look at that!" You know, when you were playing the music. Did you? Uh, did the kids all stay up? New Year's Eve. Um, that's pretty interesting. No, they did not. They were close. They were close. It was probably like eleven or something. But they were. Mm. I, I mean, I don't have kids myself, but they get pretty maniacal once they get past that sweet point. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was definitely DefCon two, and time <laughs> for them to get to bed before the nuclear results. Oh no! I hear you on that one. Um, did you have any other questions that you would like to ask Don in regards to um, his current projects and stuff like that? Well, I was thinking, are you are you still writing? Do you have songs that you think of putting out uh, in the future that you put in the can? You know, some people, some musicians have things what they call songs that are in the can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm making a specific point of not <laughs> putting anything in the can okay. um, because. Uh, and I may have done that in the past, but I don't. I don't want this the final story to be written on these songs until I actually gather a group of you know, amazing musicians into a studio right. and say, Here, "Here's the song." I, I really want to approach it more like a '70s record where uh-huh. there was no pro, there was no Pro Tools, there was no, you know, you just needed a good take and you needed a good band, and, mm-hmm. and I, I don't, I don't want to take this and belabor it in my studio after the fact, I want to just go in, get the musicians and do the song. So I'm making sure. a point, uh, unlike the past where I'm not, I'm not demoing the songs that I'm writing. I'm just going to be playing mm-hmm. them out, making them make sense to the, to the, to the band, to the live format, and then going in and tracking it. Right. So at right. the moment, so the, 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 the short answer is nothing's in the can. The long answer is, but there's still plenty of songs and, my goal is to, to finish them in sort of an a old, lot of, old manner. A lot of creativity. Yeah. A lot of, a lot yeah, of creativity. Exactly. Stuff. Hopefully. <clears throat> you know what, Don? We forgot to give your website out, and I also wanted to let everyone know that if they missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe. Um, uh Let's get your website out real quick so people can go there and that's where they can purchase your music if they would like to do that. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the easiest thing is just to simply go to my name, which is you know, D-O-N, 
D-I-L-E-G-O.com, and my whole world of narcissism is locked up inside that web domain. <laughs> narcissism. Oh, that's horrible. No, I think I think that um, we are going to be looking forward to um, seeing a lot more from you. Have you um, done any music at all? Because I, I always like to ask people, because I know Spencer brings some interesting people on the show. Have you done any soundtrack music or anything like that for yeah. television or yeah, I have or, uh, movies? Quite a bit. I, well, there's there's one. There was a movie that came out about an independent film came out about three four years ago called Ranchero, which is a great great little western themed uh, modern movie, and I did the entire score for that movie, and there's actually album for the soundtrack to Ranchero. So I did I did that whole thing, and that was a daunting 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 task. Uh, never had That's I taken on something like that mm-hmm. before, but it ended up working out, and, uh, and you know, I have a nice little sort of instrumental record out of it, which is really cool, but also, like anybody who's surviving in the indie music world these days with good stuff, you get your music in commercials and film and, and stuff like that here and there, and I, and I continue to do that, so subversively, you know, things are crawling into people's brains probably without them being aware of it. Unlike radio, no one's announcing afterwards who you, who you just heard in a commercial, but it still helps. It still helps to, you know, at least pay for the next tour and make people familiarize, uh, more familiarized with your stuff. Right. Oh no! And we, I'm sorry about the uh, dogs in the background. We have a uh, What's have the dog dogs name? that are roaming by. Me. <laughs> and there's two. There's two of them here right now. I don't know. Um, there's just walking by me right now, so it's pretty funny. I'm on location, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this they're, is they're probably They're probably fans. They're really cool. Yep, they're really cool dogs. The one dog walked up to me with a leash in his mouth and wanted me to take him for a walk, so it was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, you know, because today's the first day of sunshine we've had in, like, uh, let's see, two weeks. Two weeks about oh that, Spencer? Two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've had a lot of rain there. I'm telling you one thing. You've had yeah. They, you, know, you know what they did, Don? They, um, they evacuated the Russian River area. You know where that is. Yeah. They had to evacuate it because the river wow. Oh, wow. Um, came wow. up. Yeah, and um, we have a break today and tomorrow, and then it's supposed to start raining again for, I think, five or six more days. So there you go. And then you hey, get all the beautiful I got to ask, ask him a question, Holly. This is a Holly Spencer yeah, question. Yeah. What what musicians <laughs> do you listen to yourself? Yeah, what are you listening to right now? What's in your CD player or whatever? Turntable, vinyl, vinyl. <laughs> I think that question is vinyl head. <laughs> what are we listening Spencer, to? Am I right? Was that for Holly? That's for oh, you, Don. No, no Don, for you. for you. What Don. Do you oh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> then um, you can ask us if you want, because I'm more than happy to tell you what I listen to. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Jim James, uh, My Morning Jacket. Any, anything that guy does to me is brilliant. Yeah. Um, so his recent record is great. Uh, uh, actually, Jesse, for my birth, will have old Jackson Brown records on vinyl. Oh, wow. And those oh, are, those oh, my are God. Which one? Which one? Which one? They I just sound which one. so good. And I also Lake have, of the Sky. Um, Did you get that one? Which one? Yes. Love Lake and of the Sky. So good. And I also recently got um, Being There by Wilco, which is probably uh, one of my all-time favorite records. And I got that on vinyl. Wilco's great, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they're a huge influence of mine. They they put together a string of four albums that is, to me, almost unbeatable by most other acts, which is, uh, you know, Being There, uh, Summer Teeth, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, and The Ghost is Born. Those four records in a row... Yeah, uh, you, any band would just, you know, kill to have that career, let alone only four of their records. But 
Yeah, I saw um, I saw Wilco out in uh, out in Williamsburg. They did a concert out there, and I'll never forget it. Yeah. I got to tell you, Don, they they leave you with an impression as musicians that is so profound. You know. Yeah. Wow, that's I also, deal, I also love the. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a band called the Police Brothers, who are from sort of upstate New York. But mm-hmm. they're, they're amazing, mm-hmm. and um, they they really sort of fly under the radar. But they've been around for a long time, and and the guy, he almost has a Dylan-esque delivery, and their Mm. stuff is so sloppily recorded, on purpose, by the way, (laughs) definitely on purpose, but it sort of disguises the fact of how, what great songwriting they have, and in a lot Mm. of ways, what great pop songwriting they have. Uh, that's a band that I would recommend to anybody to check out, mm-hmm. the Police Brothers. It's definitely really? not glossed awesome. on any level, but it, it's heartfelt and yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you feel it. It's about uh, state New York, huh? You know, you know, you mentioned Jackson Brown and you mentioned songwriting, so I have to tell you this is really funny. Um, back when I first moved to L.A., I was introduced to um, Jackson through some friends of mine that owned uh, Vertigo in L.A. And um, we used to go to DePars. I don't know if you know of where DePars is on Sunset. That coffee shop that's open 24 hours besides Canners. And uh, DuPars. It's right on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, it's right there. It's DuPars. It's it's a coffee shop open 24-7. Well, it's really funny because... um, Like you you said, you know, you just never know when it's going to come. I have seen him, right, and I still have some, and I know other people do, unpublished lyrics that he's written on the back of menus and napkins and whatever. Like all of a sudden something comes to you, you know. It's like so crazy. But um, I, I totally get like what you're saying, like it's like you're in the moment and then something happens and it just spurs like a memory in you and you just you, you write it, you know, and it's right there. But vinyl is amazing. And uh Yeah, if you have a decent turn table about and that. good speakers and an amplifier, it's it's the best yep. it's the best musical experience. I just hey Don, well, I just got it. Yeah. I just got I just put a turntable with both speakers. I can't tell you what I'm in seventh heaven now. Oh, no, wait, Spencer, tell everyone about your... It is, but, you know, you get spoiled. Well, I was going to say, it's a mixed blessing because it's such an enjoyable experience that now you start refilling your your music catalog. You're, like, rebuying vinyl, and it isn't isn't cheap. So all of a sudden, you've got a record of vinyl again. Don, I got a big vinyl collection that I haven't played, so now this is a big thing for me. You know, I got a huge vinyl. Well, Spencer, I think you should share your exciting news with everyone about your vinyl records in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think this is oh, yeah, the time but, for you but, to do uh, that. Don, yeah, Judith and I, my partner Judith and I, are just inducted into the vinyl yeah. collection of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we're the only music, get this, we're the only music designers you can check out our collection online, actually. That's Isn't that incredible. amazing? Congratulations. I know. That's, that's a big honor. Yeah, it's the fact that we're the only the music designers. Something like that. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's something to be really Thank proud you. of, Spencer. You know, no, I think you. it's really important. Yeah, and, and I mean, you have to work really hard to be able to get something like that. And, uh, I mean, I know Don also, you know, is a musician. You have to work really hard for people to really, you know, appreciate your music and want to hear it and keep playing it. And like of course, of you course. said, you know, vinyl, it's like, now, are you going to do any vinyl? Have you released any of your music on vinyl at all? Yeah, well, Magnificent Remy, Magnificent Remy is, is the first record I put out. That it's, it's on vinyl. Wow. Okay. Uh, and, and, and honestly, going forward, that mm-hmm. potentially, I, I can see that moving towards it being the only format that I would manufacturer because when I sell vinyl wow. the digital download, right? So you're getting the artifact of the record and the physical product, but also you still and have the digital, the digital download anyway. Um, yeah, that's I awesome. I can't see CDs going... I, I'm surprised yeah. CDs are still hanging in there, to be quite honest. 
And the mm-hmm. CDs are not a bad format. I actually, I mean, the CD is a good format. I don't mind it at all. It sounds good. It's like a mini record. You still get the you still get the cover and everything. But I just don't think with with modern computers not being made with CD players anymore, uh, I don't think people have CD players. So I don't know how much more people would, are going to be wanting to buy that in the future. Right. But. But at least with a record, even even if you don't have a vinyl player, if you knew that you bought it and it comes with a digital download, you, you feel like you're you're at, it just feels like you're getting more value. I think more bang for your buck. You're getting that mm-hmm. nice physical product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, you know, I wanted to say to you um, that we would like to have you back when you um, you know yeah. work on your next project or. Do you have any I mean, music yeah, coming absolutely. out or any projects? Hit, hit Spencer or myself up, and uh, yep. you are also yep. on fa- you're also on Facebook, and um, your music can be found yeah. on your website d o n and then d i l e g o and uh, dot com. You got correct? it. Okay, you and got it. Uh, the new music is available now, and we want to thank you so much for being here today. And uh, we want to know, do you want to hang out and um, listen to our pop culture news? Because I know Spencer has a little bit of pop culture news to play oh, or to, to talk oh, about. Before we, I play. Yeah, I'll be checking it out. Okay. Well, you're going to you're gonna love the song I'm going to play. So, Spencer, <laughs> I'm going to play our little song for us because it's the new year and it's time to play it, okay? It's, it's like a long overdue. So here you guys go. <laughs> right, and again, Don, hold on. Don't, no, Don, don't go anywhere. Hold on a minute. Okay. You're gonna laugh when you hear this song. <laughs> Who wants yesterday's paper? Who wants yesterday's gun? Who wants yesterday's paper? Nobody in the world. That's like our happy song, okay, John? We play that, and uh, that makes us pretty happy. So um, I know, Spencer, you have some really exciting things to announce besides the fact that you yeah, are now I, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Holly Fame. And and I, stuff, um, so. Holly, yeah, Holly and I Go both uh, always help people and into benefits and music benefits or whatever benefits. And this is a benefit called Light of Day that is uh, having a series of events in the New York area. Uh, Randy Alexander, our PR guy that Holly and I know, sent me an email on it, and I went to the Cutting Room event on Wednesday night. Um, it, they back Parkinson's disease, and it was a special tribute that night to Clarence Clemens, uh, like a thing for Clarence Clemens with a film. But they had outrageous uh, musicians playing, like um, Will, our friend Willie Nile and Johnny Passano, and uh, 
and uh, let's see here, Jeffrey Gaines and uh, Chuck Hollis Brown. And Hollis Brown, who Fiona Bloom, your manager, handles also. we got to put a plug in for wow. Fiona. And oh, yeah, Fiona, thank you so much for trying to send yeah, everything to us. Yeah, thank you, Fiona. And Chuck Prophet <laughs> played there, uh, who's going to be on our show, who I'm bringing on with Holly. And um, a lot. And it was just a great event. It was a packed house, and they're having a series of events after at Asbury Park's going on tonight, and it's just a wonderful amazing. benefit. Yeah, it's an amazing benefit, you, and a good thing. Are you going to go to that event? Are you going to go to Asbury Park? I, was, I can't go long distance with my knee. You know, I got my knee thing going mm-hmm. on, so I'm, I'm, I, I just yeah. don't do long, long things, but um, I was invited. And I'll actually be I'll actually be playing for one of those for the light of day on Sunday. Are you? Oh, no way. Announce yeah. it. Yeah. it. Where oh, is it? No. Tell us. Tell us. Yeah, Don, where is it? Tell us. <laughs> you guys are so excited. <laughs> we want uh, to know. Tell us. Tell us. I'm going to hype Langosta, you up. Langosta Lounge. It's the, it's the Songwriters by the Sea series for, for the light of day on Good. Sunday the 15th. Awesome. And uh, I will be there with a Bloody great. Mary in my hand singing songs to the people. Oh, that's oh, great. That's awesome. That's awesome. You need to go, Spencer. I know this is a. Uh, I was fortunate that it was in New York at the Cutting Room. That was a. But I'll tell you, that night was so amazing. They had so many groups playing. I, I'll tell you, Holly, it was like an all nighter. It was really good. And then Willie gets no, on. No, I bet. Yeah. And oh, Willie like, Nile, uh, forget it. He's like Willie Nile, forget it. And I gotta tell you, Chuck, Chuck Prophet is unreal. And the group that Fiona, besides uh, Don handling, uh, Hollis Brown is unbelievable. This group, Hollis Brown. Is unreal. Really? Yeah, they're great. They're very creative. You know, and, and that's what that's what we uh, picked up with Don uh, being on the phone right now. I mean, your music is very creative, and I noticed like Hollis Brown didn't. They didn't do cover songs. They did all creative songs, which I love. You know, other, some of the other bands play cover songs. I don't get into that, but when you play your creative music, that's where it's at. I mean, that's going to be your life, yeah. right? I mean. I mean, I learned from Pat Kenny, who used to own Kenny's Castaways. The first thing he told me, he says, I don't do cover bands. I do creative oh. music. And, I, so, and then I thought about it, and that it started my life of listening to music a whole different way, right? Um, of awesome. course, you can cover well, songs, to make, but you don't make, to make it. it to make it an even smaller world, uh, the, I actually produced the last three Hollis Brown records. Too, really? So You're kidding me. Friends of mine really? I didn't wow. know that. Yeah. You know, Holly, I didn't tell you this, but Fiona is going to send you and me a Hollis Brown CD. Oh, wow. Yeah, so That's we're going to great. check that out. You're gonna, so yeah, you guys, will, you guys will love it. It'll be great. Wow. We're in a big family. That's and great. Holly, I just, sent you, I just sent you two. I don't know if they'll work better, but I did. I just did, emailed you a couple of uh, MP3s additionally, which may work better for you than the other oh. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. Yeah, the other the other files came through as um, files that my it couldn't format because my studio is on a Mac and I couldn't format everything because it it came through as a a strange extension and I couldn't put it through. So I apologize about that. Um, uh, I'm gonna try real quick while you guys talk and see if I can find them. Where did you send them to my email? Yeah. So uh, yeah, your email. Exactly. Okay. Hold on. You guys talk for a little bit more. Talk a little bit more about um, <laughs> yeah. some of the uh, other things that are going on. I think I think people are really enjoying the, the live on-air downloading of your email files. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's hold like on. A, it's like an episode gonna... of... So, it's Don, robot, who else is playing? Uh, Don, you're playing in Light of Day on Sunday. Who else is playing there besides yourself? Are there other bands playing? Oh, my goodness. Every Everybody under the sun. Everybody. Wow. Literally. It's, it's just, it's, every venue is littered with, Jesse's playing the night before. Actually, I think he's also playing the venue that I'm playing on, on Sunday after me. Oh, okay, so, great. So, uh, and I think even Willie will be back, too. Uh, but no everybody, everybody under the sun. I've got to tell you how I got into you. I met Fiona Bloom at a party in New York and for the first time, Don. And um, I was talking to her, and she says, well, I handle this guy, Don. She was mentioning I handled Don DeLego. 
And I said, who is he? Of course, I never heard you, unfortunately, before. And then she mentioned you, and I said, you know, I have this psychic thing about him. i got to get his CD. Something just said, get your CD, right? And look what happened, right? (laughs) Oh, that's great. Okay, Don, Don, which one? Which one do you want me to? Which one do you want me to um, uh, download? Um, do you want me to download "I'm on Fire" or "Wishful Poem"? Which one? Do "Wishful Poem" first. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on a second. Came through as an M, 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 an M, four A. I'm not sure if that's going to play, but we'll see. Go ahead, that's, you guys talk. That's sure. That's basically uh, MP3. Mm-hmm. Modern okay, technology. Hold on a Here second. we go. See if you had the yeah, I know. There wouldn't be an issue. Oh no, no, no! I, I, I definitely hold on a second. You guys talk. Hey, Spencer, Keep where going. are you? You're in you're in New York. So Holly's in Sonoma, California. I'm in New York City. What makes Blog Talk really gay, uh, great for our show? Holly and I have been together since 2010. Is that Musicians like to come onto a show because not only of our background, but because you can call in, right, Don? So it makes it easy, and it's kind of like, it, and it goes worldwide, by the way. I don't know if you know this. It goes worldwide. Right, right. That's great. So, That's great. so we've had shows like the Ramones, or a show on. You know, I designed for the Ramones. I have a Ramones albums and a Ramones show out in L.A. But we, we've had a show like that on the Ramones show, and it. It, unbelievable. Hundreds of thousands of people listen to it worldwide, you know. So, I mean, it's like a great thing about blog talk. It gets all over the world. I like that. And um, that's, inc- that's incredible. Yeah, it's a whole world. I mean, Yoko Ono has a show. I mean, different different people have shows on blog talk. I can see why. And like I say, people, it's easy for people. It can be in anywhere in the United States or anywhere in Europe. I mean, and we've had a show in Helsinki. Holly and I had a show with Steve Conti in Helsinki with, with um, uh, you know, he was in Helsinki on tour. And we talked to him on uh, Skype, you know, did an interview on Skype. But, <laughs> right? Did that work out funny? okay? Yeah. In fact, the sound was incredible. Oh, no, Skype's amazing. Yeah, no, Remember Skype Holly? That was incredible cool. sound, right? He sounded like it was around the corner. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It probably sounds better than a cell phone. Well. When you talk on Skype and those sorts of things, the, the, the internet phone call always sounds a little bit better than it does. Phone call. Yeah, it sounds really like around the block. I'm trying to get this downloaded. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, Don, what is uh, what is your plans next besides the uh, what? What is your immediate plans? Well. The one immediate plan that I have, which I'm looking forward to with ex- extreme <laughs> gratitude, is uh, I have a couple-week tour coming up in the Caribbean oh. starting on Wednesday. Wow. So I am packing my duffel and my <laughs> you know, rubber du- my rubber ducky and my bathing suit, <laughs> and oh, wow. I'm going to the Caribbean Where? for 10 10- Days. Mostly Saint yeah, where John. Holly? Right, Holly. Holly and I want to know where. Yeah, you're going I want to know where in the Caribbean are you going? Yeah, yeah where are you going to go? Pretty cool. Yeah, the U.S. Virgin Islands will be mostly in St. John. Uh, we go to the hey, like one or two shows in St. Thomas, and then we go to uh, it's nice. usually a day in the British British Virgin Islands. The majority of the time, we're in St. John, which is, is a lovely place. To have it is. It's beautiful. I've been down there. Gorgeous. Yeah, the beaches are incredible. The people are great. And the weather is really good. Eight, you know, you don't get, like, a high oh, humidity well, there. You know, it's, like, it's very interesting. Oh. It's very comfortable, you know. 82 every day. Doesn't change. Yeah, exactly. All right. Clear water. Clear water, Don. Yep. You know? Yeah, you know, also, Florida it's, has some really amazing places, too, like the Seychelles Islands and Captiva and stuff like that. You know, Seychelles yeah. is over in uh, mm-hmm. the West Indies. Then you've got Captiva and Sanibel Island. You know, I hate to tell you this, but for some reason, I've got your file, but it won't upload to my studio. Oh I my do not God. know why. That's really awful. I've got it on my desktop, and it's, oh. really, it's really crazy. I love the artwork and everything, too, by the way. It's pretty amazing stuff. I've got um, a wishful poem. Darn, I wish I could get this to... Uh, I don't know what is wrong. It's like for some reason we've been. Ha- I couldn't even call in today. Oh wait, I got it. Hold on. Let me right. see if I can do it. Hold on a second. 
I said the file extension is not allowed. It has to be a WMA, a WAE, or an MP3. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Hold on a minute. I'm going to change the extension on it. But anyway, regardless of my technical stuff that we're doing here, um, who else is playing besides, I know that you went over that, and you talked about you were going to be there on Sunday. Are any of your um, other people, that bandmates and friends and stuff like that, all going to be coming out for that? Probably uh, just a couple of, I think I'm going to have my pedal steel player, Blaine O'Brien, come out, and it'll be just a, two of us making playing acoustic music. And it's, it, it, those are more singer-songwriter sets than they are uh, full band. So we'll, 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 bring the, we'll bring the hoe down to the people. Mm, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I just made that up. It doesn't make any sense. It makes I just it, heard no, a comment. It's, it's totally, I I totally, totally makes sense. It makes sense. It totally makes no, sense. No, don't be, don't yes, say it that. Makes it doesn't sense. make any sense. <laughs> I have to apologize. My studio does not recognize the file because, unfortunately, um, it will not upload a four and four a. We hang up. So. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's what it is, and we're not even in retrograde right now. Okay, so that's um, like not an excuse <laughs> I can use, except the full moon, right? That's the only <laughs> other thing I can say. Well, hey, wait um, a minute. I want to I want to mention something. While we have we've been discussing Johnny Pisano, I, uh, before mm-hmm. I Johnny Pisano's album is called Pizzeria, by the way, and it just came out. Mm-hmm. Sending Holly a copy, which you sh- you have to have, Holly. So uh, I just want to mention that on the show. His new album's out called Pizzeria, and uh, it's a really cool it's album. It's called, it's called Johnny Paisano's Punk Rock Pizzeria. What? The punk, punk Rock Pizzeria, yeah. Oh, yeah, Punk Rock I heard about pizzeria. that. I'm sorry, you're right, you're right. He's got the words on the side, so it's like, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Not easy to read. Yeah, you're right, yeah. So, but that's where Johnny comes from. It's a really cool album, actually. Very cool album. Oh, you gotta, you'll have him I on ha- soon. He could, yeah, he's gonna be on. He'll be on. Uh, Holly's gonna you get have a show to call with in. Well, you'll have to call in yeah, for that what? show. I'll, you got, I gotta remember when he's on. I'll, I'll definitely call in. I'll, yeah, definitely. I'll make, I'll make sure I send you a link to Holly, that. You gotta remind also, me when you have him on. Just email me, and I'll call I will. you guys are talking to. Him. And you know, and you know what else I'm going to do, Don? I'm going to run this music that you sent me through my converter. Yeah, I'm going to convert it. I'm going to set him up with some good questions. Right now. Oh yeah, let's Don, do it. I, I gotta, Holly, I got to mention something. Don, my email, email me at spencerdrate d r a t e at yahoo dot com. I don't have your email. Okay. You got it, Spencer oh, Drake, cool. D-R-A-T-E, one word at Yahoo. Thank you. Email me. So I want to really apologize to all our listeners out there um, that are waiting to hear other da- other music that Dawn has done. Yeah. And I want to say that I apologize greatly for that. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even call into my studio today. It's your studio. It was, uh, I had- yeah, there's something there's something not right. Um, I have to actually call to call them when I am done here. But I want to thank everyone for listening today, and I want to thank you, Don, so much for you know spending this time with us. And if anyone's oh, out and out and wants on. to go hear some great music this weekend, um, go and uh, listen to Don play. Yeah, definitely. And um, we want to thank everyone again, and if they missed the beginning of the show, you can listen to it afterwards, and I'm sorry again about my voice, and I'm sorry about the music, but uh, I just want to say to everyone, thank you very much for being here, and thank you, Spencer, for being here. And, uh, my pleasure. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna end the show again with Drive Like Pirates. Is that cool? You want to tell me a little bit about that song? Well, I can say that that was one of the first songs I finished for the record, and uh, wow. believe it or not, there's actually there's actually no drums on this record on this song. That's just me and a buddy stomping and clapping in a in a room over and over. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. We did the whole song in a few hours, so it's just one of those. That's one of the exceptions to the rule of, of hard work. This one just sort of came in a flash. That's cool. Well, we're gonna. We're going to end with that song again, and um, again, well, I apologize. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Great. Oh, we love it. We no, love it, we love it. Thank you. 
we'll see everyone next week. And yep. um, uh, it's the weekend. Please do not drink and drive. And, uh, you know, have a beautiful uh, weekend ahead of you. And uh, wish that it gets nice and warm somewhere. And you're going to be going to the Caribbean. So uh, <laughs> we are very um, envious of that one. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a good time. Be safe, <laughs> right, though. Spencer, okay? Holly, thank right. you Have a good trip. You're very welcome. Here you guys go. Have a great night. Okay. Take care. Take care.